Is the bathrooming consequences of my choices now, with plate two and pie medley on the way, are those going to play well with the facilities here? Happy Thanksgiving, and welcome back to Privy. Privy is a podcast about bathrooms, recorded from my home bathroom. At the time this episode released, I'm not at home. Uh, I am out and about, and uh, yeah, having to use other restrooms. But this episode is recorded ahead of time, and so there's not a lot of like updating the yeah, the bathroom things. Oh, I'm Hunter. Huh. If you didn't know, now you know. Um, not a lot of new bathroom updates for me uh, since last episode, mostly because there's not been a lot of time in between. Um, it's, it's turkey season. You know, uh, turkey season. It's time to get up on one of them gobblers. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope you were able to enjoy uh, your Thanksgiving and tasty food. I know, you know, last week we talked about how sometimes uh, for some people it can be it can be a stressful time of year, um, but it shouldn't be. I would encourage you to find the things that make it enjoyable. Make your traditions yours. And uh, yeah, don't forget to enjoy some of that bird. Uh, it's good stuff. Be thankful. Take time to be thankful when you're thankful. Uh, it, it helps you. And, uh, and in recognition of Thanksgiving right up here in the front, uh, I need to say a couple things. We need to discuss some, some food things. Because, yeah, there, there's kind of this notion. There, there's these two notions about Thanksgiving food or the Thanksgiving meal that need to be squared up here, <laughs> right here. Uh, and, and the first is that there are only certain things that are like, ooh, like, well, it's Thanksgiving, so we can't have X. Now, I know on this list in just a second, I'm going to say that kind of, but I, this isn't a strict thing. More of these are just general guidelines that I'm saying and things that I've learned. So if you're doing the Thanksgiving thing, you're like, ooh, this food doesn't belong at Thanksgiving. Now, just back it right up um, because I believe the nature of Thanksgiving is People bringing what they can and what they want to share. And so, um, the second thing is, not everything goes, um, because there's some, like, like, having a bag of chips at Thanksgiving is fine, I guess, but, like, it, that's, it's just a little different, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But I got some, I got some, like, Thanksgiving food rants i guess to make right up here in the front so the first thing is this i think ham is for christmas and easter um ham like bad catholics comes around during christmas and christmas and easter and it just it i just don't i i i think we need to just let thanksgiving be turkey season you know what i'm saying like we just gotta let we just gotta let it be about the bird and and let ham have its thing. If it if it's Thanksgiving, you need to be eating a dirty bird. That's just it. Second, if the potatoes aren't mashed, you didn't have Thanksgiving. Now, it's okay to have other potato offerings. You can have scalloped. You can have fried. You can have 
baked. You can have russets. You can have, I don't know what else. Those are all the potatoes that I know. That's all the potatoes that exist. Oh, we used to make potato cakes growing up. Like this was a Thanksgiving tradition in my family. We would all gather at my grandfather's house the weeks before Thanksgiving and make just a train load of what we called potato cakes. Now, they're lefsa. That's like the idea. But it's like these potato, like almost tortilla pancake things. Ooh, you slap a little butter on it. Ooh, you just roll it up. Ooh, it's so good. Um, yeah, potato pancakes, potato cakes, lefsa, whatever. But um, if, if you're at Thanksgiving, you gotta have mashed potatoes, dang it. Like, you, you can have other potatoes. I'm not saying it's the only potato allowed at the at the party but you got to get some mashers in there next number three thanksgiving food gripe number three green bean casserole is not better than plain green beans i'm saying it i don't if you slap down a bucket of just regular old green beans canned frozen fresh or otherwise it is every time just a better experience for me than green bean casserole. The, 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 the sum is not greater than the parts in this case. I don't think that's how that saying goes, but we're, we're moving straight on here. Number four, for that matter, regular plain vanilla corn on the cob or just in a bowl, it's just better than creamed corn. Like, Creamed corn sounds like something you that should probably be illegal, frankly. Like, if you're creaming your corn... Nope, we're moving on. Uh, number five, and I don't know anyone who actually makes stuffing. And what I mean by that is, to my knowledge, stuffing is only stuffing if you stuffed it, yammed it up the inside of a turkey. Turkey. So, like... It like stuffing has to be cooked inside the bird in the oven. So if it was cooked independent of the bird and the the gobbler crevice, as we're going to call it from now on, if you cook st- stuffing inside the bird, it is called the gobbler crevice from now on. If you put your little bits of, I think it's bread, and like seasoning inside the gobbler crevice to cook it, it's now stuffing. You've made stuffing. But I believe if it is cooked a la carte, or that's not the right word, but if it is cooked separate from the gobbler, I believe it is called dressing. Now, I may be wrong on that, but but I think in most cases... Like, I think if it's made apart from the bird, it's called dressing. And, and if I'm going to be honest with you, people just, they, it's, it's generally just better to plus up some stovetop. Like, stovetop has got the seasoning game down. It's, it's not bad. It's good stuff. Six, sweet potato dishes and candied yams or whatever you want to call them, they're desserts. They have marshmallows on top. Now, the next time... You roll into a restaurant and you order any, literally anything. You look at that menu. Find me many things on the menu that have marshmallows involved that aren't on the dessert menu. Yeah. Candied yams and sweet potato, whatever. That's dessert. Next question. Number seven. Gravy is just flavored and thickened meat juice. 
if you like gravy, I'm glad for you. I'm proud of you for liking gravy. But some of us don't like gravy. Uh, Gravy's weird. The only thing gravy's good on is biscuits. And that has to be that, like, good, like, sausage country gravy. Um, But, like, there's people out here, I know some of them, that like to eat their Thanksgiving feast dry. And that's okay. Their turkey, their turkey, their choice. You know what I'm saying? Which brings me to cranberry sauce. I, I just realized in like figuring out my little rant here that you put the cranberry sauce on top of the bird. Like I thought you just, I thought it was just called cranberry sauce. And that was just the name, and then you kind of just ate it like weird jello. I had no idea you put it on top of the poultry offering of Thanksgiving. Um, I may have to try that. Probably won't. Number nine, berry pies are out of place at Thanksgiving. I'm just going to say it. Berry pies are out of place at Thanksgiving. Those are summer pies. Thanksgiving is dangerously close to winter, and it's sack deep in the middle of fall. Winter pies and fall pies are things that have come from a later harvest. Pecan pie. Pecan. Not pecan. 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 Pecan pie and apple. Pumpkin. These are appropriate pies. You can have other pies. And all, all pies are good. I, I love all pies. Don't get me wrong. But I believe... Pecan, pumpkin, and it's pumpkin with an extra P in there in case you didn't get it right. And apple are quintessential Thanksgiving pies. And last, macaroni and cheese is an amazing side for Thanksgiving. Because there's always going to be a kid at Thanksgiving. There's always going to be kids there. And if they are like I was... And definitely am not anymore as a grown adult human man. They might be a little bit picky in their eating. That's okay. Like, it's fine. Having something familiar on their plate might just be the thing that helps them into the rest of the meal presented to them. Just a thought. But macaroni and cheese needs to be a new standardized Thanksgiving side dish offering. But... Whatever you're digging on this Thanksgiving, I hope you take time to be thankful. Um, it's important to, to give thanks for what we have, take time to dwell on all that we have and all of we've been given. And so I hope this season is a good reminder and a good um, opportunity for you to do so. As we've discussed on the show before, uh, the day after Thanksgiving is officially known as Black Friday, but it is also known as Brown Friday specifically by those in the plumbing business. And and if you're a plumber and you hear the idea of Brown Friday and that just, it just gives you like flashbacks or trauma, I'm sorry. Um, because one thing that Uncle Dave isn't thinking about as he works down his second plate of turkey, turkey and taters, and later goes in for the what I like to call the pie medley, one of every flavor available, is... He, Uncle Dave ain't asking this question. Is the bathrooming consequences of my choices now with plate two and pie medley on the way? 
Are those going to play well with the facilities here? And more importantly, will it play nice with when everyone else who has had plate two and pie medley and when they hit that up, like is, is the bathroom overload going to be too great? Because Brown Friday is called Brown Friday. That is the day after Thanksgiving. Brown Friday is one of the busiest days of the year for plumbers. Thus the name. If you didn't know, a plumber is a person of the trades who installs, maintains, and, and uh, deals with plumbing systems that are used for drinking water, waste removal, and drainage. Plumbers were not always so limited to little Italian men who hop on mushrooms and drainage technicians, however. The word plumber comes from the Roman Empire. And the reason mostly that it comes from the Roman Empire is because prior to the Roman Empire, there was not plumbing. Like, like without plumbing, like pipes and drains and, and that type thing, it's kind of hard to conceive of the need for a, a plumber, like one who maintains those things. But it comes from the, the, the Roman Empire, and the Latin word... That, that was used in, well, we're going to talk about how we get there, but the Latin word for lead is plumbum. Now, okay, plumbum is such a great word. It sounds like it could be something that needs to happen after too much cheese, plumbum. You need to get some plum. Never mind. Uh, but the lead they worked with was often with the drainage conduits from Roman Rives. Um, many of their rives, of which drained and were covered with lead, and the lead was used in the piping for the bathhouses and the drainage for the bathhouses. And, and so the people who worked on these lead fixtures were called plumbers. Now, you were a plumber even if you were on the roof fixing a lead roof. You would be called a plumber because you are working with lead. So back in the, the Roman Empire and, and on into the medieval period, um, the idea of plumber was like, like saying a, a, a metal worker. Like, a plumber was a person who worked with lead in any way. They would have been known originally as a plumbarius, a plumbarius. As things transitioned away from using lead in the piping and in the drainage because, well... You know, it's toxic, which maybe has a lot to ask about what those pipes Mario's hopping up and down are made of. I'm just saying, like, he he's picturing a lot of weird things. So you, anyway, but even with lead being taken out of the fixtures, plumbers still have a terrible amount of hazards. And so as they it moves away from plumber being somebody who works with lead, the plumber now is one who plums or or removes the blockages and fix the drainages of. They, they plummet. And so, plumber has stuck around as the title for the person who makes the drainage go well. Uh, but, th th there's so many, like, hazards. And, but even, like, yeah. Especially with Brown Friday. <laughs> like, you imagine that those are much worse. But like the, the hazards that a plumber runs into, uh, they can be liable to electric shock. You wouldn't think that 
there'd be a lot of opportunity for electric shock. But it, when you're working with things that involve water, I imagine that, yeah, electric shock. Cuts, contusions, burns, and scalds. Um, you don't always think about this, but like sometimes the water that plumbers are working with is incredibly hot. Burns and scalds. Um, contaminant in the eyes and mouth. No, thank you. Um, that contaminant is Dookie Brown can contaminant, and when it gets in your eyes and mouth, that that cannot be a good thing. Uh, working on heights, working in confined spaces, working with lead and asbestos, they face infection from contact with human waste, including cholera, typhoid, hepatitis, polio, crypto. Remember crypto from our pool episode? Yep, plumbers come in contact with crypto frequently. Um, it's like cryptosporiasis, but we like to call it crypto here. And many, many more. Like, it, you, you got to stay clean, and when you're literally just getting involved with human filth, it's difficult to stay clean. On Thanksgiving, when you're taking time to be thankful, take some time to be thankful for plumbers. Take time to be thankful for the fact that you have a toilet a place to plop a big one right after you eat the big bird. Not big bird. Like, the, the, you get it. And when the big ones are too big, that there's trained professionals who have braved centuries of lead-based work to come and plumb it for you. Thank you, plumbers. I want to take a minute to just note a few famous plumbers. Um, some of these you can be like, yeah, okay, I already knew that. Um... Of course, like what is considered by the internet, and I think most people, as the most fl- f- the most famous plumbers are Mario and Luigi. Now, the the Mario brothers are famously plum- plumbers. Now, I've never seen them plumb anything. So while they are in the lore of the of the Mario world plumbers, in the hunter's brain remembering, I don't think they've plumbed too much. Uh, Thomas Crapper, more on him one day on Privy, uh, who is who is credited for the term Crapper or Crap, uh, famous plumber. There's also Joe the Plumber. If you remember back in the day during the o- o- Obama either administration or when he was running, um, there was this guy who like stood for the the working man, and he actually became like a working man activist. His name was Joe the Plumber. Uh, he's kind of famous, and. <laughs> This one's kind of wild. Before Ozzy Osbourne was a, I guess, rock and roll musician and television, like, celebrity personality person, he was a plumber. Uh, He wasn't a plumber very long. He did not like the work, and he promptly quit and then turned to a life of crime. But, uh, yeah, before Ozzy Osbourne was seen about Crazy Train, he was... Plumbing the drains. Got them. Uh, some famous plumbers uh, to remind you of the importance of the work. And I'm probably missing some famous plumbers. Feel free to shout at me in an email. Say, hey, you missed, you missed the most famous plumber of all. Uh, this Thanksgiving, we say thank you to plumbers. And I hope your Brown Friday is less brown and y'all are able to celebrate in the ways you can. Because I... I I don't know if I've ever shared this, but th- this podcast actually was hatched around the time of Thanksgiving. Um, 
like the original idea was to go out to businesses. I've shared that and, and like be in their bathrooms and record like live on location. I, I, I hearing it now, I understand that it was a bad idea, but in thinking about the many things that I was like, oh man, I can't, I cannot believe that they used to do that for bathrooming. Like, like a couple Thanksgivings ago, I was, I was like really, really thankful for bathrooms and you know, I wasn't going to like, oh, what are you thankful for? Oh, I'm thankful that I have a place to take a deuce and that it's convenient. But like, I super am. Um, I'm very thankful for toilets. And and here's why. This is Hunter's Anecdotes to keep you afloat. So a few Thanksgivings back. For Thanksgiving, we always visit uh, my in-laws, my wife's family. Um, and a few Thanksgivings back, you know, we arrived. We should arrive on Wednesday and um, and then, you know, go to all the, the Thanksgiving festivities the following day. And so we arrive and we usually stay at my, my sister-in-law and, and her husband's house, my brother-in-law's house. Um, and so we, you know, we get there and we hang out. We spend some time with the family and then we always go to bed at a decent hour to be able to get up and and do all the things that happen on Thanksgiving. Um, But this year, you know, we went to bed and I'm getting into my slumber and man, like I'm asleep for probably like an hour or two hours and it just hits me. I, I wake up dead from dead sleep to being awake and I rush to the bathroom and I'm on the pot. And it, what, what begins is what I like to call the night of liquid bowel. Um, so I go to the bathroom and it's one of those things where it's like, it just kind of keeps coming. They just keep coming. Stop coming. Uh, and it just kind of keeps going. And I'm like, oh man, this is wild. And it's one of those where like you wipe and you get up. And as soon as you stand up, you got to go again. Um, and so this goes on, I'm in there for about an hour and I'm like, man, I stand up and say, nope, it's coming on. It's coming. Here we go. And I'm, I'm up and down doing this, um, cannot get myself outside the door of the bathroom because it just keeps getting revisited. Um, and so, it, you know, I, finally it's, it's one going on two o'clock and I get back into the bed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to sleep. And I, I lay down and I think I fell asleep for a little bit, but then man, like clockwork, not too long later, whammo, it's time to get back up and go into the bathroom. And I, I spent a total that night and this is not like I'm, I'm not being who he's exaggerating. So that way it's funny. No, like for real, I was on my sister-in-law's upstairs toilet for between four and five hours that night. And by the end of it, what was coming forth from the downstairs was just, it was like, it was like clear. I, I was just passing like fluids, but I was not peeing. They were coming out of the boring holio. Um, so much so that at like, I don't know, hour three or four, I began to like get shaky because I was so dehydrated that I like ran into the kitchen, struck a bunch of water just in between the, the little spouts of my desperate need to just be on this thing. Just, and it, and, and it wasn't like hard work to get anything to come out. Like it, every time I was there, it was like, you just turn it on the faucet and it was just like, just like just flush right through me 
and I was so dehydrated. And then I finally, like, 4 a.m., was able to, like, crawl back into bed for a couple hours. Woke up the next day and ate a full, full Thanksgiving meal. Um, felt great the next day, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. But, you know, most people would hear that, and they would say, you know what? <laughs> or they'd go through that, and they'd spend that night doing that. And they'd go, you know what? I think I'm just going to – I think I'm going to lay low on the dirty bird. I think I'm going to pass on the, the turkey. Turkey. And I, and I think I'm just going to take it easy. Um, but like, no, just like, it's fine. Just eat the Thanksgiving. It's good. Wasn't any mac and cheese, though. This brings us to the end of Hunter's Anecdotes. To keep him floats. Gatorade would have come in handy for sure. This, has the, um, this is the end of another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we would love for you to connect with us on social media at PrivyCast. Uh, you can find us on all social medias. You can also email us, PrivyCast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Also, leave the show a rating or review. Uh, five-star options are preferred. Apple Podcasts, the easiest way to do that. And it just makes it easier for other people to find the show. Share the show links. Um, you can share. I think it's like a drum.io slash PrivyCast. Um, that's an easy way to share the show and tell other people about it. Uh, yeah, I hope you take time to be thankful this season. Happy Thanksgiving. Speaking of thankfulness, we'd like to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of Barroom Ballet as our intro and outro music. You can find Kevin's music at incompetech.com and his music is licensed under Creative Commons License Attribution 4.0. Thanks, Kevin. We'd also like to thank Poddington Bear for the use of all the colors in the world as the Hunter's Anecdote intro and outro music. You can find Poddington Bear's music at poddingtonbear.com. Thanks, Poddington. This has been another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for joining us. And now, as always, and in thankfulness to our plumbers, don't forget to flush. <laughs>